This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello, welcome to another edition of That Millwall Podcast. Uh, for all the listeners that are, that are here waiting for us and, and people may be catching up on this, firstly, a belated Merry Christmas um, hope you've all had a lovely Christmas Day and uh, Boxing Day. Obviously, we'll, we'll come on to the football side of that um, shortly. But um, we will be joined by our, our leader, what is it, Captain Leader Legend, Mickey, very shortly, having some technical issues. But for now, uh, I'm joined by Joe Zampa. Joe, how are you? Hi, Stephen. I'm good, thank you, especially after the uh, the results uh, the, the other day. Um, but obviously, you know, um, yeah, glad that I'm on the uh, the show, of course, and uh, hopefully it's nice we can talk about some positive stuff rather than negative stuff at the moment. So it'd be quite good to um, have a chat about it. Absolutely. I was I was thinking when Mickey said about doing this, uh, we haven't obviously won a game since Joe Edwards before yesterday, Joe Edwards' first game, which was Sheffield Wednesday, which seems an absolute eternity ago. So every time we've been doing a show or a space or in our WhatsApp group or Twitter, whatever, yeah. It's it's been quite miserable and and downbeat. So I agree with you. It's quite nice to to be talking about a a a victory. And and on that note, we're now joined by, as I say, Captain Leader Legend Mickey. Hey, Joe, fellas, you're right. Good, yeah, mate. good yourself. Oh, I'm all good. I'm all good, mate. I'm all good. I'm all good, mate. It's uh, it's a lovely, lovely thing to um, to be doing a show after a win it just it just feels i was tempted to do karaoke because i reckon that there's so many people who have probably forgotten the words by now and uh and i just thought you know maybe we should do do a karaoke session tonight just on the you know, the first 10 minutes or something, we just go over what the words are, just so the people can't, you know, don't forget, just in case we uh, we do it again against uh, Norwich on uh, on Friday. There's a really weird moment at full time. When we hear that song come on, me and, me and Luke, the boy, just literally just sort of stood there and like a bit numb. Like, it's just like weird, weird feeling. Um, and even mentioned like that, when, we, when we're leaving the ground, normally we don't talk. For the last three months, so we don't talk. We get back to God, both in a bad mood. No one says anything on the way home. 
and we actually like thought oh, we were actually in a good mood now. We, yeah, we both sort of chatting away and all that. So what a difference it makes! It just changed the whole mood, and it completely just sets up your whole uh, your, your day, your week, your month, everything. Yeah, it just sets up everything, doesn't it? It's just it, it's 100%. nice. It's nice to do a show in it, Stephen, where we're smiling for the right reason rather than like smiling for a sarcastic reason. I said just before you you joined us, Mick. I said obviously the last time we did the show after a win was Sheffield Wednesday, which on I know it was quite a while ago, but it seems months ago that we've actually been able to come on. Well, it was, wasn't it? Was that the, was that end of September? Was it? Uh, I want to say end of October because I think I'm not sure. Someone October it because he left in uh, about October the twenty first, twenty second. Was it end of October then? It's a couple of months then. It's been a couple of months. It was October because of the. It was at the. Eleventh of November. The, oh, there you go. Just before oh, the international won it. Yeah. So yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah, because he go. joined. When did he join? On the sixth or the seventh, didn't he? I'm not sure. Uh, he was there. I think he didn't. They do it all there early that week, didn't they? They had like a whole mm. week of build up of press conferences and stuff. And on on the subject of Joe Edwards, I, I actually uh, there's good starting point I think for us uh, for this is really. I actually was quite relieved for him and quite pleased for him. Mm. I can imagine he made a comment after his, uh, in the interview with, um, with the club's website to say that all the staff had been singing rocking all over the world at the Christmas party. <laughs> and he'd been waiting to hear it at, at a game. So I would imagine more, more so than anything, it was a huge mm. sense of relief when Murray Wallace scored the second for him. I think That's it's, really. yeah, I, I, I think that, even though a lot of clubs seem to fucking sing it now, but I think it, it sounds when when the dens fall and you know looking at reports and stuff, people were saying you know that it was another dull atmosphere. But I think when that landed, the atmosphere just picked up. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, and and also um, Joe, obviously namesake. Um, you could see in the in the video after well you know the, the players and edwards just every time the, the camera panned to him you could just sense that that meant a lot to him i mean the sheffield wednesday mm. game obviously meant a lot it was his first game in, in football and there's been a lot of talk you know not the finished article but you could see that it meant a lot to him and, and it's something now for him to build on as a coach and as a person yeah absolutely and also shared with the players as well i mean you can see there's a crop of players there i'm not saying every player but you can see there's a crop of players that really like Edwards. You can tell by, you know, the hugs, whether it be a substitution and the ones that do hug him and the ones that don't hug him. And I'm not saying he's got his favourites, but clearly there are a few that are thriving under him and enjoy him, him as a coach. So um, at the end of full time, you can see how happy he was, but also how happy the players were to give him that, that first home win, which mm. meant so much to us, to him and to everyone associated with the club. So... Yeah, let's hope we can you know, replicate that on Friday and get another win against Norwich. Ain't going to be an easy, easy task, is it? But um, it's definitely uh, possible, I think. You know, if we, could, if we could build on this and get the confidence going, then who knows? No, let's see. I totally agree with you. Let's just do some of these. Uh, hello, Connor. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to Paul. Hello, Chris. Happy Christmas to you. Evening, boys. Much needed win. Yep. 100% Thomas Evening. Oh, hello from Sweden. Hello oh, sorry, um, and Chris Ed, the uh, 11th of November. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's, on the game. It's needed. I mean, 
sorry, Steve, to That's fucking figure, but go on. On on the game, um, first off, a bit shit, but we held him at bay. But I mean, what's your view? What's your thoughts on the on the first half? Start with you, Stephen. Um, it was a tough watch. I thought I actually thought first 10, 15 minutes we come out and look quite quite settled, quite comfortable. Um, not creating loads of chances. It was a bit. It was a sort of if if moments, you know, if it, the ball bounces kindly or, you know, if the shot doesn't get blocked. Um, once, I think they perhaps broke behind us, but I, I, Lyndon Dykes up front for them. I know we were heavily linked with him um, last summer, the summer before, didn't do anything for me that would suggest that he would be the answer to any of our problems whatsoever. Mm. Um, there was a stat, I think me and Joe actually were talking about it in the chat. They had like 64% of the ball in the first half, but the majority of that was between their goalkeeper and their defenders. That doesn't bother me. Uh, you can pass it around your back all, 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 all you want. That's that's um, that's fine with me. And we scored probably, as they say, at the best possible time, a couple of minutes before half time, and probably settled the fans, settled Edwards, settled the players, and it, it gave us something to fight for in the second half. Mm. Joe? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with you say. I think given the last five, ten minutes of Imaku in the last game, um, geez, it feels like such a long time ago. Who was that against the last game we played before this one? Uh, Stoke. Stoke, yeah. Um, obviously, he looked very lively, didn't he? Come on, he looked very, very sharp. And we've been saying for weeks and weeks, we're lacking pace. We're lacking that kind of a bit of fire up front. And I'm so pleased that he started. OK, not quite in the middle where, where I would preferred him. But he still played an attacking position for us on the left-hand side. So really on paper, thinking that's great. The fact that Fleming was dropped. And again, as you know, I'm a big fan of, where is he there, of Zian. Um, but he doesn't deserve a start at the moment. So having Watmore start, excellent. I thought he'd done really well for sort of 60, 65 minutes until he kind of you know blew, blew a gasket again. Um, so even even having Joe Edwards, uh, so, sorry, Joe Bryan, a left-back, just that sense of quality on the pitch. We had a right, nice kind of balance to us, didn't we? And, and uh, we looked good, although we didn't look exciting in the first half and both teams didn't really sort of like go for it too too much. But we just looked, we looked okay. And of course, like you say, we scored at the um, the perfect um, perfect time. What's interesting, you mentioned about Lyndon Dykes there as well. Um, he was very, very clever. If you notice what he'd done is he kept peeling off and going to Wes Harding, thinking, you know what, I'm going to pick you as a, as a centre-back we're going to go 50-50 with each other, thinking he'd be the easy target. And I reckon Wes had him in his pocket. I don't recall Lyndon Dykes getting much out of him, to be fair. Okay, maybe the odd header here and there, but Wes had him in his pocket pretty much. And he could have gone to Cooper, but obviously chose he chose Wes. I think Wes done with him. So, you know, big um, mention there for, for Wes Hall. I think he done really well, dealt with him really well. You mentioned Cooper. Cooper had a bit of a shocking game, to be fair. He wasn't. He wasn't great in any way, was he? He. Um, I don't think he done anything too bad. There was a couple of passes. I think they, he kind of mishit, didn't he? And he went long a few times. He didn't look comfortable on the ball too often. But that being said, I think he put in a couple of blocks um, defensively. I think he looked quite quite strong. But he didn't pretty have much to do anyway because, like I said, Lyndon went on on Wes Harding, mm. which kind of left Wes, uh, which left Cooper as a free the free defender almost to sort of do the sweeping. That's not really his job, I suppose, is it? But yeah, I mean, he looks he looks a bit shaky in, in, in certain areas, but ultimately, you know, he didn't really put too much of a foot wrong. I don't think. I, I also you, think. What, what you, I mean, unless you saw what what you saw on TV, it worse than what it did 
watching it live. But how did it look like to you? I, I think Cooper's always going to be one where if he's got the ball at his feet, you're always going to have that little bit of panic that, mm. oh my God, what's he going to do? Where's it going? And there are times, and this isn't just in that it, from yesterday, it happens a lot where he, he gets the ball, he's got it in his left foot and he passes it out to whoever's at left back and he will drill it. He will absolutely drill it at them, at them out there. And, you know, yeah. they're professional footballers. They should be able to, you know, control the ball. But mm. I, I, do, I think, um, I think Cooper's probably, um, he's in the side because of his appearances and how long he's been at the club. And we don't really have another left-sided centre-back that perhaps could really rival him for that spot. Mm. I don't think Hutchinson it works on the left-hand side. I don't particularly think Harding would work on the left-hand side or anybody. Maybe Murray Wallace, but again, that um, mm. I don't think it, uh, you'd always go with um, with Coops. Someone yeah. said there, I think Coops is done at this level from what I've seen this season. I, I don't know mm. about done. Um, but I think that he's certainly one that it'd be interesting next summer to see what Joe Edwards does with him on mm. the basis <laughs> that if he wants to play football from the back, it's probably not going to be Jake Cooper that yeah. carries us forward. It's, 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 sad, it's sad to say, to your point there, Stephen, I don't think um, Cooper is going to be, and probably Murray Wallace, to be fair, is going to be in uh, Joe Edwards' long-term plans. You can see what's happened in the last few games. He's brought a defensive line a little bit deeper to eliminate the fast strikers getting behind our defenders, which in turn has helped. We've considered one goal in three games now. So defensively, we're looking a lot, lot better with a little bit of a sprinkle of um, Joe Edwards in the in attacking play. Um, but what that means is we're now not... Defenders are probably looking better at the moment because we're not letting forwards getting behind us like we did in the first few games under under his charge. But you just know that's not how Joe wants to play. He wants to play the high line and yeah. really kind of push forward. So in January, probably not so much. I reckon probably in the summer, he'll probably look to strengthen that defensive area. And I can see him clearing that defence out a little bit. I mean, out of those defenders, who would you reckon would remain in this team next season if Joe gets his wish and plays that attacking line, attacking football? None of them. It, 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 it's interesting. I think Joe Bryan would probably hold. I think Joe yeah. Bryan would hold his spot yeah. if if he can stay fit. I think he would hold his spot. Yeah, well, no, I agree with that. Well, Leonard on the other side. Well, uh, this is this is one I was going to come on to. I think <laughs> if we let's be honest, if we look at the team yesterday, the eleven, Joe Edwards. Again, we don't know this for sure, but if out, I would say Jake Cooper at centre half take out probably George Honeyman at centre mid and perhaps um, at a push at Brook, Brook Norton Cuffey. I really, I, I like him. I really do. But I don't think Edwards wants to be playing a right wing back at right wing. I think he would want to actually get in a, an, an actual winger. Who's this? Sorry? A lot of this uh, Brook Norton Cuffey. Brook Cuffey. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. As good as he is, and I'd love to sign him, but yeah. perhaps try and work on him defensively. I think that mm. a lot of the players that played yesterday can play the way Edwards wants to, but I don't think that many of them will be will be in the starting team come next summer under Edwards because he's going to want to bring in his own players to do different things. So Brian mm. in the defence, maybe Leonard, but I think Leonard will be offered a deal because of his, the level of his performances. Um, maybe not as a starter, but someone in the squad. In the squad. Yeah. Um, Harding, I'm not sure. Cooper, probably not. Murray Wallace, probably not. Hutchinson, yeah, but, I, probably not. 
Do new manager coming in potentially say is here two, three years? As good as Leonard is, and as good as everyone sits here and says, Oh, you know, Leonard this, Leonard that, blah, blah, blah. Do you really want him in? What is he now, 31? Yeah, I think go, go to what Steve just said. No. I think if if he's a if he's a squad player, um, which, which is a shame because this season he could potentially be our player of the season if he if he stays fit. So it'd be a Who bit can? harsher on him to Leonard, say Leonard. Dropped, yeah. yeah, it'd be a little bit harsher on him if he gets dropped next season. But to the point that Steve's making there as well is we do need to improve on that. Yeah, maybe Joe Bryan for me is the only one that might keep his place at left back if he again if he stays fit. But I, I agree. I reckon we need to we need to replace two centre backs, the right back as well, and maybe keep Leonard more of a squad player, and that might suit him down to ground because that would be less um, toll on his body, so less injuries for him, and he, he just comes in when we need him to, to sort of shore things up. Sometimes I, I, mean, I tweeted, sorry, on that comment about Leonard. Mm, no, yeah. Uh, I, so I I tweeted I tweeted earlier about Leonard potentially being, or he's going to at the moment my vote for the player of yeah. the season as it stands. And everyone said at the start of the season, you don't get any games out of him. You don't, you don't get this. He gets injured. Now we know he's got an injury in him. He's played eighteen out of the twenty-five fixtures, competitive fixtures so far this season. Mm. If he falls under the, because he signed a deal under Rowett, we don't know how Edwards would work, but I would imagine that in his contract it will say if you play X amount of games, he will automatically trigger another season, which I right. I don't think would be a bad. I don't think it would no. be a bad thing. I can't see I that. Mean, Not for a thirty-one-year-old, oh, no chance. But that's what they do, though. That's what they. That's what Millwall mm. have done. If you're over the age yeah, of thirty, but... you only get a one-year deal, and you yeah, can trigger an extension. I don't know about triggering an extension because, it, say, he plays fucking, say, he plays thirty games or twenty-five games, and on the twenty-sixth game he gets injured. Millwall's fucked then. If he gets a serious injury, Millwall's fucked. They're liable mm. for another a year and a quarter. No, they, they, there's there's no chance in a million. I, I yeah. honestly, there's no chance I can see that. You say that just before you come in there, Joe. Um, mm. The and I know he was sold or he was let go because of the policy in the transfer window. But last season under Gary Rowett, Andreas Vogelsammer, a favourite of uh, of those on the show, there's an article on News at Den that said. Um, Andreas Vogel's summer contract has been extended by another year. He initially joined on a one-year deal, but that has now been extended by another 12 months due to the number of appearances he's made. Yeah. So if, because they're over the age of 30, they offer that, Sean Hutchinson is never going to get that because obviously... Mm. He, he's not playing at the moment. I'm yeah. not. I don't know if Leonard's got. Yeah, Vox Slammer. Vox Slammer's under thirty, though, isn't he? Uh, Twenty-eight, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. I think at the time he was, wasn't he? Possibly. Mill has but, a policy but, on, 30, on on over thirties anyway. So, but if they're including that for someone that they bought from from Germany, who mm. let's face, it, I know he turned out not to be very good, but we didn't know that at the time. I would imagine I that part of Leonard's him, deal. <laughs> I would You're imagine that. <laughs> That that would yeah. be, and as I say, I, I wouldn't. This season, he's been very, very good. Maybe as people have been saying, the best of a bad bunch. Yeah, but I certainly wouldn't be showing him the door next summer. But I also yeah. wouldn't be having him as a starter. Yeah, come I think season. I think either way to your point, Steve. I think I'd be happy. I mean, I'd be happy if there is that clause in his contract. So, right, if you play X amount of games, you get one year extension. But it depends how. You know, gung ho Joe wants to be. He might need that for wages, and he might see that as mm. right. You know, we can let Leonard go, use that as part of the budget to get this player in on on a, on a free or this loan player in, or 
whatever it might be, knowing that Leonard's only got probably one more good season left in him. Because let's be honest, like it'd be 32 next season. And I know for defenders, that's not over the hill too much, but you're not exactly in your prime anymore, are you? You know, do we really want to keep him there when he's 32, 33 years of age playing championship football? I mean, he doesn't look very unfit. Yeah, he looks quite fit for himself. He gets about the pitch. He's not particularly slow. But I've got a funny feeling that this is, is his final year that we'll see the best of Leonard. I reckon next season we'll see a decline, a bit like how Hutchinson's been this year. You know, Hutchinson's not the same player as last season. You know, that's only one year. You see the legs have gone a little bit. He's not as quick as he was. And what's Hutchinson now? Is he 32, I think? 32, yes, 33. I think so. So, think yeah. So. Yeah, it'd be a real, real shame he gets player of the year and then gets let go, you know? Well, I've, I've just looked up but when he signed the deal that, that it was reported that uh, the 31-year-old former Southend Sheffield United player featured 18 times in all competitions last season. He's already really? played 18 right. games this year. Yeah. And it just says that um, the South London Club have not disclosed the length of Leonard's new yeah. deal. So it, we, we, we think it was a Just for his versatility. You know, the fact he can play centre-back, right-back, centre-midfield. I mean, I think he's a good player to keep on, even just as a backup option, you know, to have a, a, think, a top player. I think um, I think Alex could be right there. I do think there is something that he got offered uh, a different deal. So, yeah. Yeah. That's not that's not what was reported, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find that out. But, yeah, look, we've digressed from the game yesterday. Mm. Um, but... Ryan Leonard, for me, has been very good this year. Perhaps other players haven't been as good, which is why he's getting more of the limelight. He, he can't be player of the season, mate. He can't be your player. Surely Cuffy's got to be player of the season. Right. I for the know. fact I that he's won more. How many How many low knees have won more man of the matches than he has? Yeah, I, I think, not, to be honest with you, Norton Cup, if he keeps going and does get some goals, more goals and assists, then yes, I think he would naturally. Mm. But at this point in time, I think Leonard has been probably the most the most consistent player over yeah. the season, which again, isn't, when you're sitting 20th in the league, isn't, you know, a lot to shout about, but you mm. have to vote for someone and there has to be a player of the season. So Yeah, but if it, um, to me, surely they need to play um, all of them. I'm not missing your comments, Bobby. I just don't think it's appropriate to put them in right this minute. We will go into where at the moment we're talking about the game we played yesterday. When we come on to Norwich, then I'll put your comments up. <laughs> but don't worry, everybody in the fucking chat can see your comments and then go. So yeah. And if you keep Lo- love fucking, the enthusiasm, Bobby. Love if the enthusiasm. You're fucking pushing it, Bobby. I'll fucking time you out. <laughs> so, <I> mean, <laughs> I'll drop you an Instagram when we get round to your questions, shall I, as you're on um, as you're working on the shop floor. Just make sure you don't spray any Harrods customers in the eyes with your perfume. If you imagine friends <laughs> and and Joey, you know, mm. dressed up as a cowboy, and that's what Bobby is. Bobby's dressed up as a cowboy style bit. Like Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> have you seen, uh, by the way, Joe, Joe, right? Mm. Have you seen the size of have you seen the size of Bobby? No. And he, and he's and he's like um, boxing, his tie boxing and that he does in the back garden. <laughs> I wouldn't be as brave as you to call him Woody, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Check out his Instagram, you'll see. <laughs> oh, oh. Chris has just Chris has just dubbed you right in it. <laughs> his comments don't come up on YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, no, because he's on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, he's on Facebook. That's it. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. look, the Peckham Poet has finally caught a live stream. Good evening to you. Hope you're well. Is he in um, I think he probably listens to us after when we go show. as a pod yeah. or yeah. after the show. But yeah, no, I, it's, I agree with, no, I agree with the, blue, the blue there. I, I agree. I think Stavel and, and Leonard are probably our most consistent players. I'm guessing over, over the last sort of two, three years, I reckon, I would say. Yeah, but uh, what I was saying earlier, what I was saying earlier, and Stephen Kane and, and whatnot, and we sort of digressed a bit, is that a new manager doesn't want to be relying on building a team with Leonard, Cooper, no. etc. No, no. Cooper oh, no. would be better off to mm. get a final swan song and maybe go to go to Scotland because that is probably, you know, what, what's mm. Scottish football? Probably League One, really. Maybe mm. League Two. It's not Championship, is it? Do you yeah. know what I mean? As, I think, much, I think also, as much as the Scottish fans will go, oh, well, but it's not. Do you know, with, with Cooper, I mean, I think in the right team, the right sort of formation, he's a very, very, very good player. For example, under Rowett, he was very, very, very effective because Rowett would play a very low defensive line. It plays to Cooper's strength. And very rarely did he kind of get beaten for pace because you know, there's never that much space behind him. But the way that Joe's trying to play and, and push him up the pitch a bit more, He's vulnerable. So what I'm saying is, it, we may we may end up letting him go next season, mm. let's say, which would be a bit of a shock, but I can see it Just happening. Let him go, Reading, and, and he might go really well. There's a reason, Mickey, why Reading let him go. Because they probably saw he's not a footballing defender. They wanted to play on the front foot and a possession football, attacking football. And that's why they're quite happy to see Cooper leave and join us. But it suited us because that's, that's sort of. That's sort of thing that we needed at a time, you know. Okay, that. Can I just put one thing out there, please? Right, Rowett has left the building. Mm. Right, we don't need to keep going. But when Rowett did this and do it, Rowett yeah. did that. But it's still, it's when still fucking Rowett. when the Doc was manager, we won the fucking league. Do you know what I mean? And when Jules Graham yeah. was here, he signed some amazing talent, and it is mm. what it is. You know, I, is, I think Rowett's gone. Um, hello, Mr. Rowett, if you're watching. Um, yeah, you know, so yeah, but you know what it is, Mickey? It's it's because it's Rowett's players and it still fits the no, 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 Cooper is until not Rowett's clear, player, until, it's until fucking Harris's out, player. Until we're clearing him out, we won't be mentioning Rowett. Until we clear him out, then we, we probably no, will be. No, because Rowett didn't fucking buy Cooper. We've we discussed no. this on past shows, and nice to know that you listen to our past shows. Joe, thanks very I'm much. I'm always listening to the right? shows. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've discussed that there's about six or seven players what are still yeah. Harris's players. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Rowick fucking had no choice with Cooper. He was already there. Same as yeah. Leonard. Okay, he gave him a, a contract extension, but to be fair, that's probably football manager fucking Aldo did that, no one yeah. else. Um, and, and all the other players. We need to just mm. go, enough's enough, bop, out okay. we go. But Frank I don't is think... coming. I think Jack Stan was the Reading manager at the time, and that I was exactly Co why he let him yeah, go. Yeah, I think Cooper and um, Hutchinson also were, were a lot younger. Yeah, you know, we were talking five years ago when, when Harris was there. And uh, obviously, they were probably a bit quicker as well. I think Cooper, I'm not saying he's old, but he's not, not, not the player he was, say, three or four years ago, speed-wise in particular. Don't you start, Dan. Oh, do you know what, Joe, right? Seriously, and Stephen will back this up, right? Mm. Do you know how many episodes every week that people want you on the show just so we can play just your to say, jingle. Shut the fuck up. 
just so we can play your jingle. <laughs> so that just literally we can we can do Cheers. the jingle. People are going, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Cheers, guys. Tonight. We appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, they love you. It's, it's, yeah. it's all in friend. It's all in friendliness. Do you know what I mean? So you, um, you've handed me yeah. the badge. I got the badge of you the other day. Shut the fuck up, Joe. I brought it home. Mister said, "What's this?" I was <laughs> like, oh, "Long story." I didn't. I couldn't bother going into it. <laughs> Just tell her to watch a show. We, we'll explain it. <laughs> exactly. Um, Fleming yesterday. Mm. Um, yeah, he he, um, he was all right when he come on. Uh, I think uh, what I don't want to happen. And Joe said it earlier about him being dropped. I don't think he should come back in for Norwich. I really no. don't think he should come back in for Norwich. I think he will because you've always got that risk of Duncan Watmore with how fit you know how can he play what two games in three days or whatever it is <laughs> mm. um he looked okay for him when he come on he put himself about a bit at a, at a chance with his left foot but i think um I, I i wouldn't say disappointed but i would be against him coming back into the starting team on on friday no um, issue with know, bringing him on do you know the dutch are going mad dutch fans well, are not happy that the fact that he's not playing I mean, I got it the other day from the yeah. Fortuna guy, and he's going, you know, what's going on with what's going on with Fleming? Why is he not playing? I said, because he's shit. And they, and they, and he went, he went, really? He said, oh, he said, you know, it, there's lots of people what, what are unhappy that he's not playing. They think that he should be playing. You're like, hey, mm. really? He, he's clear. He's clearly unhappy, and you can see that in the dynamics between him and Joe Edwards. But when he came on yesterday. Normally, the manager sort of turns around, gives him a little pat on the ass, you know, a little word with them before they go on the pitch. He just ignored him, and uh, he spoke to Murray Wallace instead very briefly when they went on the pitch. And that was that was one thing. At the end of the game, when they're coming off the pitch, Andy Myers was going to give him a bit of a hug and talk to him, and Fleming kind of ignored him, tried to get past him out of the way to shake Max's hand, and went down the tunnel. So he's clearly pissed off, Zian Fleming, now, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because one, it shows he's got passion. He doesn't want to be dropped. He wants to be starting. But is there more to it than that? Is there more to it that goes on behind the scenes we don't really know about where he's fallen out with Joe Edwards? We don't know, do we? I think I think Joe Edwards probably doesn't blow smoke up his ass. No, I don't think right. Joe Edwards probably blows smoke up a lot of their asses. And I yeah. think that you know, I think that probably in no uncertainties, he's been told, you're a Millwall player, mm. now get out of there and fucking play football. Yeah. You know, whatever happened, yeah, okay, there was lots of speculation, lots of rumour, your, your fucking agent was lying to you or this yeah. was there, but it didn't happen. And now move on. Exactly. If it happens in the next window, great. But let's be honest, who the fuck in their right mind is going to give you 15 million for him now? I'll tell you what, we'll be lucky to get four million at the moment for him. We'll be lucky it's to get 50 pence. But even against Huddersfield, when he came off that game, he was pissed off. Yeah, he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't shake, didn't shake Joe Edwards' hand, went straight past him. And then 10 minutes later, when Bradshaw came off, Bradshaw's fucking kissing Joe Edwards, hugging him, going to all the bench, shaking everyone's hands. You see, but he's de same, definitely not quite right there at the moment. But you see, the thing is, is that you don't know. I mean, looking at what's out there, his agents are fucking putting him about mm. because I can't see it being the club. 
I could, you know, ESPN advert, you know, for a show what he's done with ESPN, which is on his Insta. Yeah, I saw he's done, that. He's I done a few that. different media clips with Dutch media. He's and I doubt the club as well, Mickey. It looks like a documentary. It looks like an ESPN documentary. But I'm not being funny. He ain't that fucking good, though, is he? He's not exactly fucking rude hooly, is he? Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Or Van Basten, yeah. Yeah, exactly. The thing is with Fleming, I I think there's a hint of he's probably pissed off that he's not... Joe Edwards isn't, like, maybe... how Blake's woke up his ass, like Mickey said. Yeah. Well, it's not even it's not even just that. I, I you get the feeling that Gary Rowett knew it was a bit like, you know, we've got a star player here, we're gonna give him the ball, we're gonna feed it to him, we're gonna do this. I don't yeah. think Edwards is quite Edwards is quite the same. I think he is he he's obviously or well, supposedly one of our better players, but I don't think everything has to go through him. And also you can tell with the free kicks and stuff, like Nisbet's taken them when he's been on the pitch. Um, penalties as well. I, I would imagine that he's even... probably going to be on those. As, and I just think he's a bit mm. unhappy. Yeah. He also probably is unhappy. And he did that interview, didn't he? Sorry, Mick, to, 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 before I forget this point. He, last season, he was the main man. The fans were chanting his song every game. You know, mm. he scored goals. He, he was he, everything about him, well, for the majority of the season. And this year, mm. And I don't know, I doubt he would have got it much at Fortuna because he was very well-liked and supported there. This is the first time where he's getting people and they're giving him pelters. And maybe that's worse to see he's going And maybe, it, yeah. maybe he don't like it. Maybe he doesn't mm. like the, that kind of it. But you're a professional yeah, he, footballer. Even even mm. that interview he did where he said, oh, you know, Zian Fleming, he comes from Amsterdam, he fucking hates West Ham. He didn't seem too over-enthusiastic that he had. I mean, let's, you know, the reason he come here and going by certain Dutch fans who've, who've messaged him before and, you know, DMs and everything else and what's that, you know, they all believe that he only come here as a window, basically, to to give exposure to him. But if he is a prima donna, and I'm not saying he is, but if he is a bit of a prima donna, the premiership will not fucking touch him with a barge pole. They would not, uh, they would not want him anywhere near them because it would just be absolute nightmare. And I think it's literally... That when Rowett was there, like you said, Joe, Rowett played the team around him mm. and literally get the ball to Fleming there, do the rest. Get the ball to Fleming there, do mm. the rest. Get the ball to Fleming, do the rest. And now it's going, you know, Joe's coming and gone. We give the ball to Fleming, you're fucking it up. You're taking a missed shot. You're fucking, you're not kicking it early enough. You're fucking trying to be a bit of a selfish mm. player. You know, you could have passed the ball the other day, fucking 20 yards to your right. And we could have scored. Instead, you decided to try and take a shot. You fucking sideswiped it. You missed the opportunity. Put us under pressure. Got cleared. Put us under pressure. Mm. We're not, you know, we're not here to showboat you. We're here to win games. Yeah. And Joe's Joe's job's on the line. As much mm. as we, we sit there and go, you know, and I don't think it is, honestly, but in Joe's head, he if you know it's a results game. Millwall's mm. a lot more a lot more understanding than most clubs, but if it gets too if it gets too much to a level, it goes. I mean, what's his name said there? You know, he's been sulking recently because he wanted to go yeah. to Burnley. Hundred degrees. He's been sulking since January this year when he didn't get the move. I think. Yeah, hundred percent. And also, I think as I've said before, he's been sussed out by the rest of the league in the style of play. Two players around him or tight, and he doesn't seem to do anything mm. about it. And that is is absolutely 
That is yeah. God's honest. It was worn up, what sussed him out, and soon as and and that's down to that's the first time again. It's down to it? it's down to Rowett. With the way Rowett played, he he exposed all our players to bear all their secrets, and mm. that's the problem. And what Edwards done is like you know with the QPR managers press conference yesterday, was he turned around and said they were playing a deeper line than what we thought. And that's purely mm. because we were playing, you know, our line wasn't deep. We suddenly lift that up. You can't get past us. And then mm. we've got enough room to be able to chase you back down if you do. It just changed the game yesterday. It just, it, it, mm. it proper disrupted. And that's what I can see Edwards doing is mm. he's not necessarily going to, you know, he's not going to be playing Argentina prime or Barcelona prime football. But what he's going to do is he's going to disrupt you know, certain teams coming or, or when we play certain teams of how they think we're going to play and he's going to spin on his head. Mm. I think, yeah. I also think with Edwards and also coming back onto what you're saying about how we're playing, this job is massive for Joe Edwards. Millwall means a lot to him, not the club. He's not a fan, but this is his first job in management. If this doesn't go well, he is, he's not going to get another job at a, a reasonable level. He's going to have to start at the bottom of the barrel because people are going to go, yeah, you were the England under-20s coach, but you had your first real manager's job. And if it doesn't work, he's going to be at the bottom of the, the bottom of the scrap heap. So this means a lot to him. I'm not saying, look, he's not going to kiss the badge and he's not going to, you know, he, he's not going to stay with us for 20 years if he's, re if, you know, if he, if, if he gets some success and then someone comes in for him, he's, he will probably move on. Mm. But he needs this to work. And if the players that he's putting out there aren't putting in performances and not scoring goals and not keeping the ball out of the net and not, you know, making tackles or contributing, he will. He's going. He eventually will have to find a way mm. and find players that are going to do it. And then mm. moving on to the, the way that we set up, I agree. We are setting up. Yesterday, we set up to to stop QPR doing what they wanted to do. Our defensive shape was to stop them playing how they wanted to. But what it what we also did yesterday, we saw Norton, Cuffey, Watmore, and Maku and Bradshaw. Now, okay. Amaku and, and Norton Cuffey are very, very quick, but Watmore and Bradshaw have also got pace. They are players that can hurt. Excuse me. On the hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Have you been drinking today? What? Bradshaw has got pace. Well, he's got more pace than Fleming and Nisbet. Mm, I don't he know presses, about that. He presses. You what? He, he, press, you he, press, he does press. He, he presses. Press, yeah. But the geezer's about fucking two foot two. Nah. So he's got one as well, hasn't he? He's had a back. Since the injuries, I think he's lost a little bit of pace, a bit of sharpness. A little bit. In um, terms of... Himself, yeah. I could push a trolley of, faster. Nah. In, if you watch, in terms of that front four that we put out yesterday, maybe SA, but that's another issue. You, other players in our squad cannot move around the pitch and their movement is not as sharp as the other players. That's why those were playing yesterday, because they were able to carry the ball and chase the ball. And that's mm. what Edwards wants. Edwards, Tom Bradshaw is not going to be here next, uh, after next summer. We all know that. But he wants someone that's, going to, that's able to get I don't around the know. pitch. I don't know that, to be fair, because what you've got with Bradshaw is he's a poacher. Mm. And, and Joe he can be... Yeah, yeah. well, I think... I think Joe just loves approaching because he, if mm. he can find guys who can get the ball in and run at those keepers <laughs> and then mm. all of a sudden throws a shot in across the uh, across the goal, 
nine times out of ten, Bradshaw's there. Bradders is going to be there. Mm-hmm. And because of his experience, he'll just tap it in. If yeah. we, We've been saying it for fucking years. The reason Bradshaw ain't scoring goals is because mm. he's not getting service. If well, we suddenly turn poacher. that round... He's a goal poacher. and You're asking him to sort of do other jobs. That's not his strengths, is he? But you're right. Put the ball in a six-yard box and nine times out of ten, he's there. He's, he's going to have a very good chance of scoring. What's also very interesting is Joe Edwards has always mentioned about Bradshaw's work rate and he loves the fact he works hard. He presses high up the pitch. But he also uses Bradshaw as... Um, you know, an example, he talks about Nisbet, how Nisbet's got to be a bit more like Bradshaw. And I can, I can only say that's a good thing, because we all know technically Nisbet is a better player than Bradshaw. has a lot more to his game. He's better at link-up play. He's, got, he's a better finisher. Um, but what I've noticed in Nisbet, the last sort of four or five games, he is working that bit harder. He is trying to press a bit more. Maybe not quite as much as Bradshaw, but again, Bradshaw's in from the front. I'm conscious that Joe Edwards keeps saying Nisbet, you've got to push yourself a bit more harder in games and that's really worked but what it hasn't what has who hasn't done that is Fleming as much maybe marginally he's pressing a bit more around the pitch but not as much but you look at Watmore the last mm. two games he's he's pressing everyone he's working his bollocks off and that's the reason why Fleming is not going to start for Joe until Joe until Joe gets out of him what he wants to get out of him going back to the points for the last guys I think Alex mentioned it and Colin mentioned it earlier as well Fleming is a good player. He's not a bad player. And you can see he's got quality. Last season, the goals, he's, he's had, even yes, yesterday when he came on, he had two chances, very, very unlucky. And he can make th- those things happen. But going back to Mickey's point, he needs to be loved. He needs to be, the team needs to be built around him to build his confidence up. But our team and our system doesn't quite suit the old ZM Fleming. Is it? See, my question is this, right? And a lot of the older listeners, and you'll know where I'm coming from with this, Joe, and obviously Stephen to a degree. Is it the fact that Dutch football hasn't progressed as fast as English football? Mm. As in Dutch football still has wingers, still has that level of style about it, as in us now don't really have... Wingers shall, shall in the, in the typical is, in the typical sense. So tell what it is, Mickey. I don't want to be name dropping again because I know uh, I get tagged as, as being Joe the Stalker <laughs> a little bit. But Zian Fleming told me when I was with him at the player sponsorship that there's a big difference between Dutch football and English football. And the thing he picked up on was how much quicker English football was, but also more, more how how physical it was. And I'm not Shut saying the fuck up, Joe. Sorry, I I'm just not, had an opportunity to play and I well, and I found it. I'm not saying I'm not saying he didn't like it, but what he said was that was a big thing for him. Like it took him a few games to adjust to it, but he actually said he enjoyed it, he enjoyed the physical side of it because if in Dutch football, you touch someone, it's a free kick. Whereas yeah. he quite liked it, but that doesn't he, mean to say that he's quick enough to adapt. You can see it in, in his play; he's not quick enough. I just, I personally think that. While he was an unknown entity, and it took him what five, eight games to get into it last season. Mm. While he was an unknown entity, he could pretty much do whatever he wanted to because mm. everyone was there. Was this big myth about him? I mean, Christ! I mean, you go back through. I mean, I haven't done one in a, in a little while, but if you go back to a lot of the enemy behind line, enemy um, behind the line sort of shows yeah. there. 
Behind Enemy Lines shows, yeah, nearly every single mm. opposition show, when the question went to um, any of our players that you'd like, yeah, every they single one out, said they? Fleming. Yeah. Fleming, right. your boy Fleming. I haven't seen him play, but he's meant to be mustered. <laughs> just what, and, and that was what it was, just what we need in our yeah. team. And you're like, mate, listen, listen, if, if Fleming goes and it means that all the fucking Dutch supporters stop coming, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's unfair. I, I, I like seeing Fleming, and I, and, I, and I think we can get him into this team, this system, but I've said it for a long time. As much as he likes playing as attacking midfield number 10, that's not easy. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Best position. I would much rather see him up top alongside Imaku. So you've got the pace of Imaku, maybe his his strength, if you like, and then a Watmore or an SA or a Huddingman behind I, him in the really, team. You, you really yeah. would want to bank him on being up front. Nicky, I prefer him so up for, front. I, I don't so rate him, him and Bradshaw. Or, or whoever, and this bit, I prefer Maku because I, I, I like Maku in the middle. I like that pace that he's got. But I've said it for a very, very, very long time now. ZM Fleming needs to play up front. He, he's too slow. And he slows play down when he plays that number 10 role. But you give him the ball in the box. He's a great finisher. He's good in the air. He can, he can hold the ball up. He can, he can play players in. You know, that's where he needs to be playing, I, I think, personally. But I don't think, I think, I, I don't think you can have him solely up front because I think he's just, he makes too many poor decisions. You know, like, oh, I, I need another touch on this when they're fucking yeah. coming. I mean, you watched the game, more time, you watched you? it yesterday. Every time he went to, you know, went to do something with a ball, they were on him. And literally, where he just needed to go, pop, pop. You know, if he had just passed it straight out, we could have, there, there would have been a, Possible yeah. couple of goal scoring opportunities, but, you, you, and but is that down to you know, is that down to naivety or is that down to the fact that he is young? And is it the fact that the because don't forget he's come through AX, um, academy. AX fucking academy, so mm. he's been trained the Dutch way. Dennis Burkamp was his one to one coach, she said, yeah, but is he, I mean. I've not really seen. Uh, I've not really seen it on internet. Has he been called up for every Holland game or not? He hasn't, no. has he? No, no, no. He played for the under twenty threes, under twenty ones, under twenty threes, but never, never had a call up for the first team. No. no. Where is it there? Look, Frankie Long says. Think Fleming gets a bit of a raw deal. He's been shit, but to a man, none of them have hit the standard of last season. No. Tough old job playing up top for a side that can't pass the ball. That's that's. Exactly where I'm going mm. with you're gonna, you know, you're talking about putting Fleming up, but we moaned 
for so much of the last season that the problem was is that Bradshaw weren't getting service. Mm. If you've got Bradshaw or Fleming or Maku Fleming, whoever it is in that top two position, if they're not getting the service, they're going to be more out there than they are currently now. At least now, mm. Fleming can hold the ball up, put a pole on and all this sort of stuff. Um, and... and and go from there. So yeah, I, I, I don't know, yeah. but I do think that I, I, I just think, Joe Bryan though. Yeah. I just can't see him starting in that number 10 position over Watmore at the moment. I think Watmore has kind of made a real big stake for that place there. I think, I think Joe likes his fluidity. You know, when he receives the ball, that he can run at players. I mean, the goal we scored, uh, Bradshaw's goal was his, his run. Uh, running at the defenders who played in, he then played in Savile, didn't he? And Savile got the cross in mm. for Bradshaw. But again, like you do question, you know, maybe what was Ian Fleming doing in that position? Would he have slowed the game down a little bit? Would he Would he have, who knows? I don't know. I just feel that what more links up better between the midfield and the attack than Zian did. But Zian is by far a better finisher. And I would much rather see him high at the pitch. That, that comment about uh, Fleming getting a bit of a raw deal, he probably does. And maybe the supporters, myself included, want more from him because they expect more from him. Well, we only want the best for him. We want him to do well, don't we? You know? But I do think last year, he was, as Mickey said, he was the unknown entity. No one knew anything about him, really, did they? Let's be honest. Not mm. Opposition fans, players were going, who's this bloke? You know, he, he's mm. really, really good. Neil Walnut. As we've said, who found a way to quieten Fleming, and then since then, uh, obviously there's other there's other um, there's other influences with the whole Premier League move and stuff. I, mm. I just think, as I said earlier, and with Fleming, he falls into this category. Joe Edwards' his reputation and his managerial career is on the line by taking this job. Yeah. This is a big opportunity for him, and if players are not going to pull pull their weight in terms of goals, assists, that's and, exactly and it. pressing. Yeah. And they're passing, and if their decision making is not going to be right, he's going to mm. he's going to try and find someone that can do that. And Joe wants Duncan the players Wattmore, that are going to fight for him and give yeah. it a hundred percent and leave everything on the pitch there. But I can't see Zian with the frame of mind that he's got at the moment. Whether no. it's the move he didn't get, I don't know what it is, but he's not leaving it all on the pitch. Like you saw yesterday, the final whistle, Leonard falls to the floor, Savile falls to the floor, Honeyman on his knees. These players are giving it fucking everything. You know, ZFM looked as fresh as a daisy. Now, and only came up, only come on for 20 minutes where it was, 15 minutes. But even so, you want players there to literally run your bollocks off. And I don't think to me, you know, I know that he loves Fortuna and, you know, he's wanted to stay there to help him stay up and all that lot. And Mm -hmm. I know there's allegedly a big sell on clause that if he ends up getting sold, then they get a lot of money. But Personally, what I would say to him is, listen, if you want to repay your loyalty to Fortuna, go out there mm, and prove perform. that you are as good as what they thought you were. Because mm. I'm telling you now, if you perform and you are as good as what you are, then premiership clubs, European clubs will come and get you. Mm. But as long as you sit there running around the pitch as if you can't be fucking asked. No fucker yeah. in their right mind will want you in their team. That's right. That's right. Exactly that. I'm not being funny, but me, any one of us three, and we're all fucking slightly fucking porky and overweight, mate, right? <laughs> but or any one of us 
would pretty much I know we're Millwall fans, but we would pretty much kill ourselves oh, to yeah. get on that pitch for a game. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's it. Do you know what I mean? You, you, so, you would you would run around till you drop, wouldn't you? Until you couldn't yeah. cover anymore, you know. But again, these players are not Millwall fans, are they? We've got to remember these these are just jobs for them. You like to think that they do care much as we do. And I'm sure they do to a certain degree, but it ain't life or death for them. For them, it's a job. They get paid for it, and, they, and they'll do what they've got to do. Alex, and, yeah, you know? Alex has got a point there, isn't it? All last year, wasn't it? Loads of shows. Yeah, you know, Jed who, Jed who? We got Zion Fleming. We got Zion Fleming. Jed who, Jed who? Say what? I love to have but Jed right back now, in the He's I'll fucking take Jed. Oh, he got a lovely assist for West Brom the other day as well, didn't he? I don't know if you saw that at all. But the West Brom fans absolutely love him, and the fact that those fuckers got him on a free as well pisses me off. Because he, he, I tell you what, if we had Jed Wallace in this squad in this team at the moment, we would. I'm not saying that we'll be, we'll be you know in the top two, but we'd definitely be fighting for the playoffs. Because he's the missing link, I think, at the moment. We're lacking that sort of player. Um, but, you know, that's, that's yesterday now, isn't it? We can't change or turn the clocks back, unfortunately. Yeah, it's what it is, isn't it? So, mm. yeah, I hope the same thing doesn't happen with Dino. I don't think it will, nah, but here we go. He's happy. He's, 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 yeah, he's not going anywhere. He's, he's good. Unless someone comes I... in through, of course. I'm going to um, give you a stat. Well, I saw that comment about um, Jed Wallace yeah. and Zian Fleming. Uh, are you boys aware that Zian Fleming actually has more goals in the championship this season than Jed Wallace? This season? Yes. Oh, I bet you Jed Wallace got a few more assists, though, than he has. As a winger, trying, that's what you want I'm to see, really. Find that out. Um, but yeah, he has more goals than um, than Jed. Yeah, so. I reckon Jed's probably got about five or six assists this season already. I reckon. I'm pretty sure of it. Connor, nice no of you to way. give us nice Is of you to true? give us that 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 engagement, mate, to his partner today. Don't no, worry, I should no. get the credit for that, by the way. Joe will be in the uh, Joe will be at the wedding anyway. I can't believe that. You know what? Joking aside, when his missus come over, and I was with them and, and Cohen if you're listening hope you're all good I was joking around saying why is he not proposed to you yet and she was saying oh you know it's been 10 years been together and he won't propose to me and all that stuff and I was joking around with with Casper saying like when you're going to propose to her like you're winding up a little bit so I reckon I've definitely planted the seed there so I'm going to message her his, his old man after this I'm going to say to him what you know I think I think his missus owes me uh a pint of uh, Guinness or something when she next time she comes over. And when the divorce happens and he loses half his football career money <laughs> in his house, then I'll change then, my number. Then Joe will give you all of that back. <laughs> if you want That's my tip in life, I mate. Believe that. That's amazing news. Connor, how do you find it out, by the way? Is that on his um It's on Instagram, Instagram. Right, is it? Joe, I'm amazed you haven't seen it on Instagram. It was up there no, earlier. Mate, I'm yeah. on Instagram, but I don't really use it. I think it's a bit too okay. cool for me. I'm a, I'm a bit old school. I, like, I don't mind a bit of Facebook and a bit of Twitter. Joe's on Facebook. Is that age? You see, I'm not on Facebook because I just think I'm not old enough. You're yet. really old. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the middle. Fuck off. You're older than me. <laughs> um, so Peckham Poet. Before... Sorry, just one sec. Yeah, Peckham Poet, I see yeah. your your um, profile picture. Are you a comedian, by the way? Are you a stand-up comedian? I'm not or, trying or, to be or funny Or a karaoke there. singer. Uh, uh, yeah. Are you a stand-up um, comedian? Because if you are, then drop me a DM on Twitter. Because or, um, or, or a Suggs impersonator. I'm working on something for next year, and obviously, 
I know a couple of other Millwall comedians who obviously understand know, Millwall that's fans. Definitely, that's definitely comedy, says they've done it on that one. I don't know, mate. I can't see. I'm, I, I've got a little tiny on his viewpoint profile, what I'm looking. On the back of it, it says comedy. Silent Comedy Club, I think it's called. That's why I I yeah. asked the question. Um, I think he struggles because we can't seem to get the ball wide and put in decent delivery into his box. Yeah, that's what I said. He's not creative, but when he gets a chance, he's clinical. But he does fuck me off. Um, he just doesn't move. No, he doesn't. And he doesn't um, track back either. Go on, Joe, Stephen. Ha- ha- how many assists, and Mickey as well, how many assists do you think Jed Wallace has this season? Three. Jed Wallace? Joe? Yeah. I'm going for five. Mickey's bang on. So he's got three goals and three assists, and Zian Fleming's got four goals and two assists. So between All the right. two of them, so there, even, there isn't... Oh, an, there isn't... No, there, he obviously one more assist for Jed, one more goal for, for Zian. So look, uh, the comparisons, we've said it about Rauer. I'm ho- I really hope that we can as Mickey said earlier, come away from talk. He's gone now. He was the manager. Great. Thank you very much. Lee. Jed Wallace was a, a good player for us. He, he won us a lot of games on his own, but he's not here anymore. But if you're looking at a comparison between the two of them at the moment, there isn't an awful lot between them. So <laughs> that's a comment of the show in it. Maybe Cash, maybe Casper has planted his own yeah. seed and that's why he's finally proposed. I showed him the way I kind of pointed in the direction where he needs to go. And that's where it's gone. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Wannabe He's uh, got a club in Peckham, Queen's Road. Fuck me, you've got to be quite good to have a, uh, uh, a comedy shop on Queen. But then again, Queen's Road no, now is... Peckham, Queen's Road. So you, Queen's sorry, Road's you, gone quite woke now, though, isn't it? So, this, so, you, so he owns the club. Compared to where it used to be. In Peckham. What's does that? he own the club, does he? The comedy club. Sorry, Joe, do you, want, do you want me and Stephen to just go and you can have a conversation? So, the Peckham poet. So, do you own a club, do you, in Peckham, a comedy club? Is that what you're saying? I'm waiting for him to reply to me and I can't, can't hear him. If you want to call Joe, Joe's telephone number is 07944 We've done about an hour. Um, I do think Joe Bryan, old man's working club, Norfolk House. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Tell us your I best thought, joke. I, oh, fuck's sake. Yeah. Tell us a bunch. Tell, yeah, those of you who are listening and have not got bored of Joe's interview technique, just begin. <laughs> the whole comments now are just peck and bow it, peck and bow it, peck and bow it. <laughs> um, can, can we just have a few jokes? Can we. Um, can we just um, give us your best Christmas cracker joke you had this year? There we go. Open up the yeah. open up the comments. Um, no, no, no pressure. I, no, no pressure. I think um, we looked a hell of a lot better yesterday with Joe Bryan starting. Yeah, agree. And Absolutely. and again, and what more as well made a big difference. But yeah, Joe Bryan, just the quality on that left side he's got. You know, he's a bit more. He's a bit quicker, more quicker than Murray. Better on the turn. His positioning's better. Um, his distribution's better. His passing's better. Um, yeah, I think he's a better all-round player. You can see why he is a he's a Premiership level player, or certainly, certainly a decent Championship player. If, if that, you know. What, what's really funny though, and again going back to 
the second half yesterday and Joe Bryan, I agree, much better with him in the side, a lot more balance, mm. um, a lot more quality. But Murray Wallace in the last five or six games has now got a goal and two assists from, <laughs> from left back. And it's amazing because, and I've been, I've been firmly in the, you know, someone else needs to come in, but mm. you know, if, if there was ever a case that someone perhaps hasn't been happy with his performances and is trying his best to still get involved, yeah. it, it is Murray Wallace. Agreed. However, I, I think it was clear to see yesterday that Joe Bryan is just a step above um, Absolutely, uh, Wallace at this time. Absolutely, and and some in some ways you kind of want Zian Fleming to take a leaf out of Murray Wallace's book. You know, if you're not playing well, or you're making a mistake or whatever, you've got to try, aren't you? You've got to give it a hundred percent and make make mm. the best you can with what, what you've got. You know, what you're doing. And and I actually thought for large parts going back to I mean we're obviously more so with Brian on the on the pitch. Um, I thought for large parts again in the second half I, I thought we played all right. QPR didn't really have a lot. I think they're good, even though they've obviously improved from under Ainsworth. They, um, they they're not, not going to be. No, they're not going to be getting themselves out of trouble anytime soon. I think they'll be down there for. Um, sorry, I've just seen a comment come through. Um, I, I think they're going to be down there for the long term. But um, but yeah, we, we we did our jobs. We've got some good players. Um, and, and and like in, in Brian and, and Amaku, what more that we need to see a little bit more of. But it was just nice to, as as we said at the start of the show, here rocking all over the world, yeah, at the den, and um, and grateful as as that comment from Steve there, grateful that um, that we come out on the right side of it. No, so Steve Anderson has just joined. Who's a, I think, a new listener. Um, and he says, very grateful for the win yesterday, but you can see why both teams are in the bottom six. Not a lot of quality on the show. Not wrong, is he? No, no. Uh, that's is exactly exactly right. Um, although I do feel that we will slowly pull out of that, and I reckon we, you know, I, I think the ties turn now. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not saying we're going to win against Norwich, but I think we'll do all right. We might get a draw against them. Obviously, Bristol City be a tough one um, in, on New Year's Day. But I can see us picking up a lot more points going forward. And like I said, the Janet transfer windows here now. Even if Joe brings in two or three players, um, a couple of loans and, and maybe one, one signing perhaps, um, and it's his sort of players with a bit of pace, that might, might make all the difference. You know, that, mm. must, that might really help us propel us higher up the league, I'm hoping for anyway. So on Friday, we have Norwich at the Den. Um, no doubt it's going to be another... Sell out um, <laughs> at the den, and um, I think Norwich have not lost in the last 12 games. I think, in it? Is it 12 games? I think they're, they're quite inconsistent, they lost, they? they lost yesterday, they lost yesterday to West Brom. Before oh, that, I think they were, on, they were on a they were on a, really a little good run, run. Right? but they had they had a player sent off yesterday who'd be unavailable who's a good um, player there as well um, yes uh Sainz, i think yeah it's good player um, he scored against us at the den last season didn't he he's, he's got a, a bit of a worldie no no that's that's sara he's long he's, still in goal we've got uh, Paul. No, <laughs> that's the main question no. he's long still in goal no he's not um angus ah, it has now come back off of his off of his um from his injury spell. But um yeah, the sellout, 
a sellout. There was loads of empty seats there yesterday. I think they include the season ticket holders for yeah. for their figures, whether or not they were there. Or not. I think that's what it um, was. But, but Norwich, um, they are. A, a, they, a, I think, around the time that we let or Rowett left, however you want to word it, their manager Wagner was under real pressure. They wanted him gone. They were chanting for him to to leave. But as Mickey said before yesterday, they they put on quite the quite the run of form, and now Wagner is is kind of um, keeping his job. Yeah, for is now. Um, Sergeant still injured for them at the moment, or is he back now? Um, that's a really good question. I don't he, think he plays. He's a real four on our side. That's why I play against them when he's played. He's always scored against us, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, thing is, they've got some good play. They do have some good players, and you know, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be a a, a tough game. My <laughs> one of my. Um, one of my best mates is a Norwich fan who's coming to the game. And I, I keep saying to him, I don't really hold out much hope because I think we're going to struggle. Um, yeah. He, if you like worse, hope for the best. If Line Bikes want to sponsor our show, they're more than happy to get in touch with us. <laughs> Josh Sargent didn't make the squad. Um, yes, Last game. Joe. Yeah. I guess West so, Brom. Ah, good. Yeah. Okay. That's good. So he, he may he's be back. around. Yeah, even if he is back. I don't know whether he is or not, but if he is, he, he, he surely wouldn't be starting against Willie. No, and he, he wouldn't be fit if he's not if he wasn't in the squad exactly. yesterday. That's he true. Wouldn't be fit to start um, on Good Friday, point. but uh, uh, there's no. It's the last game of 2023. Um, this year's been, I would say, one of the more interesting years supporting Millwall on the basis that Can there you... was so much promise, so mm. much football this year as well. Yeah. So much, mm. so many games, so many things that have gone on. Obviously, Berylson as well, and and everything. Uh, it would be really nice to just go on Friday and enjoy the game and put on a performance to to close out the year. I don't know if it's going to mm. come. I really don't. But um, I don't see why we own Norwich as well. They beat us a few times uh, recently, so I'm not saying mm. it's going to happen. But we certainly, we certainly owe owe them. Yeah. And, and also, it's just encouraging. I think, you know, I'm not saying a lot of fans are on, on Joe Edwards' back, but there is certainly a section of fans that don't are not buying into it and are not happy with, with Joe. But all I've got to say is you've got to back the guy. You know, you can see what he's trying to do. It's, it's never going to be a simple change of, like, clicking the finger, right, boom, there you go. There's this amazing foot we want to play on the front foot and the rest of it. it, it it's going to take time. But as long as you can appreciate what he's trying to do um, and hopefully can see the players are performing, they are definitely playing for him. Um, you can feel the players are, are giving it their all, probably more so than they did with, with Rowett. You know? um, yes, there's performance again. Another one you can see quite clearly, they're, they're all trying for him. Um, the fans, you need to sort of stick behind them, really, um, and just get behind and be positive, you know? Absolutely. And, and also, just looking at the fixtures on Friday, so... QPR um, travel to Ipswich. That's a tough one for them, which I'm quite pleased about. Stoke travel to Watford, who I know Watford are a bit hit and miss, but um, mm. Stoke have got their new manager. The what new about manager Birmingham? Because Birmingham are uh, the right one, aren't they? Yeah, v Bristol City, which is okay. Could be well, Bristol different... City won. Was it four nil, four one? Yes, against um, is it who they beat four one yesterday? Was it? It's a good side they beat, didn't they? Is it Leeds? No, no. They beat they beat Watford, funny enough. Watford four uh, one, yeah. 4-1. That was a weight at Watford, wasn't it as well? Yeah. Rotherham Sunderland. So 
Leeds they lost, didn't they? Leeds yeah, lost. And Leicester they lost. Didn't they drew 1-1 with Ipswich. But yeah, yeah I, can see dropping, I can see Birmingham dropping into that relegation battle. Form-wise, I think we're about 16th in the table at the moment, where they're like right down there at the bottom three. I think Sheffield Wednesday have pulled out of it form-wise. Yeah, We're still the bottom. There. No, no, no overall, overall form. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I think what the ones that are back is... in trouble, I think, is um, is QPR, um, Rotherham, and who else is down there? Sheffield Wednesday. Yes, it's, it's but they've had a couple of wins, haven't they, in the last sort of six, seven games? In this there. is why this is why I hate doing it. But you look at the other fixtures. If if we can if we can get a result against Norwich on Friday, it's all I know. It's all if buts and maybes. But with QPR travelling to Ipswich. And you'd think that Ipswich are going to win that game. If we can get a result on Friday, we could end up going into nine the new year with a nine point ahead ahead of the bottom right. three. Yeah. So that that's that's what Edwards needs to use. He's got to use the he's got to use the first home win. I think there was a comment there that said that it's probably big for him and, and big for us to push on. He's got to use the fact that this has probably brought him a little bit of respite from some of the supporters, as you say, Joe, that uh, have been on his back. It gives him a little bit of breathing space and, yeah. and it's an opportunity to to you know kind of try and throw down a little bit of a marker for the rest of the season whether yeah. we get that or not you know what? Well, I don't if, we, know. if we win on friday and our results go our way i know it's a massive if but we're only like seven points from a playoff place so we, we look we're looking ahead rather than looking looking down is what i'm saying is we're nine points away from relegation and seven points from a, from a playoff spot so we're suddenly in a good position again aren't we i know we're only mid-table but the point mm. I'm making is the dynamics just changed, doesn't it, completely? Well, you said earlier, Joe, the dynamics change after a home win, leaving Mark the ground, the buzz. The... So it sounds like you're farting, Steve, as you're talking. Hello, you can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but your microphone is is cutting in and out, like as if you're farting every time you speak. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you had too many sprouts for Christmas. I might need to come off with it. Is he still doing it? Yeah, yeah, it's just crackly. Give me one second. Give me one second. Nicky, are you logged in? Yeah. Absolutely, so Chris Brown. Absolutely. We've got to be. I think I think you've got to be that. We've got that mentality, in you? If you're con- if you're constantly looking below you and talking about relegation and not getting beat, not getting beat, that's that's not gonna help your confidence. Yeah, we get a win against Norwich. Suddenly we're we're seven points away from the from the sixth spot. And you've got to be thinking positively. You've got to think about winning games rather than think worry about losing games. I think that at the moment, I think absolutely, Steve. I think the what you call it is is higher up the you know the playoffs. Okay, look, I don't think we're necessarily going to get in the playoffs, but I do believe that you know if I think Leicester's probably going to walk it, but yeah. realistically, the other teams up there don't need to have well, it, it's hit with injuries. Small, I think Ipswich and Leicester are definitely going to they're, they're going to put it away, aren't they? Well, I, I'm not sure. I, I mean, Ipswich, if Ipswich can recover from their, um, you know, a bit of a blip, didn't they? They lost to Leeds. They drew. I know there was a good point against Leicester, so they played the two probably their two rivals. If they can, if they can weather that storm, then um, uh, then yeah, maybe maybe they'll pull clear. Leicester are going to walk away with it, I, I think. Um, <laughs> Any rumour on that one, Steve, before it goes, sorry, on Tom Lawrence? I, I quite like Tom Lawrence. I think he's a very good player. 
don't have you heard about that at all, did you? I don't even know. Where is he now? Is he still at Derby? I think he was. Then it's a no from me. No, he's not. No. He's actually at Rangers. Really? Oh, He'd moved to Rangers. Interesting. For Cooper. Yeah. Um, well, no, he, he, he'll play that kind of um, number 10 role, won't he? Like the Fleming yeah. sort of role. Mm-hmm. The only thing that concerns me with him now is that he is he's going to be 30 in January. Really? Already? Bloody hell. And uh, I don't know. Uh, he has been a good player over the years, but mm. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I, I'm, not, no. I'm not sure on that one myself. And it seems an odd one that, that, that Edwards would go for. Um, as I said before, I had to nip out. My, the wireless headphones were running out of charge. Um yeah, the um, not the Brussels sprouts. No, not the Brussels sprouts. Um, <laughs> I, I I think it's right to try and look forward, and this is that's what a positive result does. But again, you can't. We all got carried away at Sheffield Wednesday a little bit, and it we we saw how that went. We just have to try and make sure that a point. If we get a point on Friday, I I, I wouldn't be too disappointed with that because mm. it is something to build on. It'd be another game that we we haven't we haven't lost you know it would be a backup of a, of a result exactly yeah I, and i said going back to the tactics i think when joe first come in he basically took the shackles off and didn't get sheffield wednesday went right there you go express yourself play on the front foot high line but when you look at the negatives of that game sheffield wednesday had so many chances mm. and, it, and they had they took their chances, we wouldn't have walked away with a four four nil win yeah it would have been a real tough game could have been like losing that let alone drawing it and the few games leading after that, we carried on the same sort of way, which we kind of backfired. But I do believe the last four games, he's changed the whole approach completely and gone a bit more defensive, lower line, which is kind of helping us at the moment. We, we, we definitely look better yeah. defensively. But whenever we play more expanded, expandable football, against any good sides, they always seem to hurt us. Like yeah. yesterday's game, there's a chance where... I can't remember who it was. It was their um, their winger coming to the far post, the cross coming from the left. And he literally, I, I thought it was a goal. And he just hit the shot and went past the left post. Mm. I thought, how bloody close is that? But again, if that was a Norwich, if that was a Leeds, if that was a West Brom, wherever, wherever you want to, you know, anyone at the top top half would have probably took that chance. But we're lucky. We, we're giving away these chances. Teams that are struggling, are low in confidence. They're not taking yeah. this chance. We're like Huddersfield um, yeah. every week, you know? So, question for you then, Stephen first, and then Joe. What's your score prediction for tomorrow? Get your score predictions in for sorry, not for tomorrow, for Friday um, uh, against Norwich. Uh, if for the purposes of my friendship with my mate Tom, we're all going to win five one. Um, but for the purposes of everything else and just the, the lack of confidence. Uh, in in us being able to get back to back wins, uh, I'm going to go with two two. You know what? I'm going to say that as well. I much as I love for us to win, um, I'll, I'll take two two. I, I can see it being two two. I can see us conceding against them. Mm. I can also see us scoring one or two. So I'm going to go for two all as well. Mickey going two one. Two Millwall. Ever the I just, upbeat. I just I just think that the positivity from the win yesterday. The mm. fact that the team have got a, a, a positivity hit and I think that Norwich are beatable on their day and I think that that positivity 
could potentially work. Looks two stiff. two again. Looks I'll put it on two and, two. To be fair, Stokes bank. Birmingham and Huddersfield spark Blackburn, so two points in hindsight isn't bad. Yeah, we've got go, one, yeah. one one, one one. Cole's gone one nil win. Norwich playing poor at the moment. I don't think I'm mm, not sure. About I don't know, but it's Norwich now, isn't it? They always seem to get get the better of us, don't they? I think same team we had yesterday. Keep the positivity, keep the run, and um, and yeah, that's that's it. Mm. Dan Riggs says 2-1 win same as me to be uh, fair take the Friday with a performance being more important so I'll say 1-1 one, one. Yeah. yeah to be fair Norwich they've only lost 2 in 9 and they've won 5 in that spell and held Ipswich at Ipswich wow. in their derby so wow. I don't think they're in I don't think they're in as bad a form as what no. people think they are as I say before mm. that before that, they were in they were in shocking form, and, and Wagner was close well, to, that, that was to going. That was more long though, wasn't it? He was costing them a lot, of, lot. Of, of yeah, that time. probably that probably had a lot to do with it. So it's yeah. going to be tough. The only thing that that, as I say, they lost they lost um, yesterday. They did have a player sent off, yeah. and maybe um, with us winning, they, they'll be in a bit of a lower mood. We'll be in a bit of a, a, a better mood yeah. going into the game, but it, it won't yeah. be as easy as what what people think. No, no, I don't think so. But we we get there. What we need so, to yeah. do, though, what we need to do, we need to get Bradshaw if he starts. We need to get him to take one for the team within the first five minutes and just fly kick the goalkeeper, and then they'll have it's to bring George on George Long. Long. Yeah, yeah, they'll have to bring on George Long. Exactly. And then and then um, and then, and then open it up a little bit. But um, yeah. it'd be a, it'd be a good game, as I say, last one of twenty twenty three, and and hopefully we can we can end it the right way and and look forward to as you said, Joe, the January transfer window and and what that might bring. Yeah, looking forward to that. It'd be quite exciting. So we'll, we'll see. Mm. We'll see. So then, did your boys have a good Christmas? Yeah. yeah I, didn't, I didn't do too much. I don't know about you, Stephen, but I just ate and drank loads and, um, mm. yeah, just chilled. And, uh, yeah, made selves. Yeah, all good, mate. All good. At, uh, Christmas Day, we always do the same. We had a, I can't remember, something happened a few years ago where, plans all went to shit and we just literally from that moment on so from that moment on we just literally went that's it we stay at home we don't do anything we don't go anywhere we don't go out we just literally the kids get to play with whatever they got watch shite telly eat fucking cracking food big fucking roast dinner fall asleep in front of the tv no don't fall asleep just keep eating and drinking listen sleeping is for wimps, mate. Don't sleep because that ruins all the sleep at all. alcohol. Usually, I usually your, your text sometimes on a week on a school night could be like one o'clock in the morning, but yet you'll get a text off Mickey at six o'clock in the morning thinking, Does this fucker not sleep? Like he's up for work at half five, six in the morning. And also, and also, yeah, it's not even a fact that he gets you get a message at six o'clock, you get a voice note of him saying, note. I'm on the road, I'm on the I'm road already. already. Yeah, yeah, you don't, how many hours I how survive, many hours? I survive on about. Two to four hours, uh, oh. yeah, a day, yeah, a night. You don't, you yeah. don't feel tired. You don't feel tired towards. The end no, of the last day, last know. night, last night I went to bed. The last night I finally went to sleep about four, and I was back up at half seven. Fucking hell! If I don't get eight hours, I'm fucked. Seriously, not a Millwall old, is it? Not a Millwall old, mate. Oh, I tell you, terrible like that. Listen, my, yeah. my my methodology is is that you can sleep all your <laughs> night. My, my, listen, 
you can spend all the time asleep when you're dead, mate. Until that time yeah. comes. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly well. I'm not. I don't have thingy. When I get to a stage where I need to sleep, I will sleep, and I might sleep for a good few hours. But yeah, it will mm. go on. So yeah, that's good though. Oh, say that a fucking yawning. He's leaving. Yeah, no, look, I um, if you've Chris- not already checked it out, um, oh, antibiotics for tooth infection. Ouch. Uh, if you've not checked it out, chap for chaps, the uh, the post match reaction with chaps is um on our YouTube channel now. Uploaded earlier where he dissects obviously the game uh, against. QPR yesterday. Uh, also, he uh, he does give um, he does give Cooper a bit of a bashing as well. So check that out. Have a listen there. Um, everyone's coming in now, telling this hour. I get six <laughs> six straight hours. Margaret Thatcher says all you need is four hours sleep. Right. Pretty much, really? sleep, mate. Yes, if you're sat in your ass all day, I guess. Someone did say once, like unless you're physical, like you're working there, if you're running around doing stuff. You don't need to have as much sleep, apparently. Like if you're just sort of like sat down using your your brain, whatever. Apparently, I don't know if that's true or not. You don't need to use much as much sleep. No, I mean I do a lot of driving as well, so yeah, it's it's, Men- it's more it men- mentally than, than physically. Any yeah, sleep yeah. experts that are watching, if you can get involved and let us know, uh, that'd be great because we don't know <laughs> what we're talking about. <laughs> I don't really care, so yeah, no, uh, I do what I need to do. Do you know what I mean? If I need to sleep, I sleep. Who mentioned they had the shits there? Someone said they had the shits at Christmas. Chris. <laughs> Was it? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he had a dodgy, yeah, I think I had a dodgy turkey. Dodgy I had turkey. all day, Boxing Day. Who Thanks cooked the turkey, Chris? I was being asking Chris for. Have you right, seen it's it's it for like, the second year running? The second year running, so many of these supermarkets where yeah. people have gone to defrost their mm. turkeys and they're just fucking rotten. Yeah. I do, I do the turkey mm. every year. The missus does all the boring stuff, like potatoes, the veg, and whatever. But I spend time with the turkey, and I actually, you know, spend a lot of time sort of massaging it, you know, giving it a good little, uh, you know, you know massaging the turkey and start talking to it, start slapping the turkey's ass and all that. Honestly. Put it in it, a slow it's, cooker. It's, it's much better when it comes Put it in out. a slow cooker upside down with loads of butter on top really? of onions for five upside and a half down. hours. Yeah, 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 keeps the breast. Oh, then you turn it back over again after. Yeah, so put that in for five and a half hours, take it out, bang it in the oven for 20 minutes so it'll great, so it'll like crisp up. Yeah. And then fucking let it sit for 40 minutes or whatever, 30 minutes, carve mm. it all up, mate, and you'll have perfect turkey. And if you want perfect Yorkshire puddings, you need mm. 200 grams of flour, plain flour, three you eggs. Make, you make your own, do you? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, three yeah. eggs, three eggs. And then 300 grams of cold milk. Mix it or put the eggs in the flour. Mix, start mixing it. Add the milk. Add the milk. Add the milk. Add the milk. Really fucking batter it all up. Get your little <laughs> Yorkshire pudding. Your Yorkshire pudding tin. Drop yeah. of oil in the bottom. Mix it around the edge so it's all in. Bung Brilliant. it in the oven for 10 minutes. Boil that oil right up. Bring it out. Throw your Yorkshire puddings in. Bung them in the oven. 200 degrees. And leave them in there. Don't open the door. Just leave them in there for 30 minutes and you will have the biggest, fucking softest, really? crunchiest. Is it better than, than Aunt, Aunt Betty's ones? Oh, mate, I piss all over Aunt Betty. Really? 
Um, on that note, Mickey uh, Cooking with Mickey uh, channel will be uh, announced no, next week um, with special guest Gordon Ramsay rating his food. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, this, this much better. To be fair, to be fair, um, after the last couple of shows, we've gone on off on tangents. Don't go on a Christmas. Yes, they do go on a this Christmas yeah. dinner. You got, you got. Because you're gonna have you have turkey, you have beef, didn't you? You have ham stuffing. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, what you were doing with the turkey, mate? We don't need to know about. (laughs) Hot oil is key for Yorkshire puds, hundred percent. Otherwise, and also, if you open the oven in the middle, they will fucking flop. Absolutely. So yeah, give the turkey a nice rub, a bit of love, and then put it back in the Tesco fridge. (laughs) Yeah. This is so, my missus filming me. <laughs> there you go, proof. This hey, comment, man. that's comment of the show. Millwall's male version of Nigella. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Let's just go through these. Let's go through these comments quickly before we go, because I didn't show them. I just highlighted them. Uh, I thought we need to get a Miku a Maku one-on-one. We've done once done got booked as he would have got skinned. Um skinned him or would have got him sent off. 100%. Said the same thing. Uh we need to get Alex Mitchell back. Coops is a bench warmer and give Savile the armband. I agree with that 100 percent Maku needs to have a run of yeah. games and his pace will bring chances. Agree. Despite poor form, I think he would have been he would have dropped Cooper for a young ball playing centre. I don't think he would drop Cooper for a young ball centre playing centre half in a relegation pa- battle. Perception will be we need his leadership and experience. And now we go on to uh, Bobby, who thinks Norwich <laughs> will be tough. Hmm. Uh, they have Ashley Barnes. That's true. He's a right cunt, isn't he, Ashley Barnes? I hate but him. they do also have a lot of good players around Ashley Barnes, so it yeah, will be yeah. a tough game. It will yeah. be a tough game. Uh, Richard Lacey says, self-lemming by Cuffey, Styles, and Creswell. He uh, also I don't think enough money, would it? You're not told, Joe, about shut the fuck up clocks yet? No, I haven't yet. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Fleming seems hey, to play better when he has a better fight for the place. Uh, do you need to see? Oh, do we need to see Fleming in a good team to see how good he is? Maybe we're holding him back. Yeah, I don't think we are. There, mm. uh, crowd needs to play its part. Wasn't great yesterday. No, it, it, was nice better, Dan. it was slightly better, wasn't it? Yeah, we're going to be doing clocks next year, and I think a lot of the fans want a shut the fuck up, Joe. <laughs> so, what happens? So, so, what you're saying is there's a lot of alarm clock that wakes you up in the morning, and you've got to say shut the fuck up. No, and it's just a clock. Them. We've shut the fuck up written in the middle of it. Really? Shut the fuck yeah. up, Joe. Yeah. Fuck that's, that's, that's the thing. So look, that's it for us. We are done um, for another couple of days. Um, that's just... <laughs> for those that know... That's your, that's your pervert in mind, Chris, not mine, mate. And I know that you're not on about the book, Joe. Uh, the, the book, Chris. So, um, yeah. That brings back an old memory, mate. Fucking hell. Whoa, when I was a kid, is, that yeah. went round, yeah. Um, that's going to be the new Posh and Bex dance craze. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Animal Farm Christ. All I can think of Animal Farm now. That's with the eels and the moth, nice. isn't it? That's, that's the storybook version you're thinking of, not the uh, the, the, the pornographic version. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about the pornographic version. I haven't seen it. I heard about it. Is that where, where they're fucking chickens and things like that? No, it's more about where she... Yeah, have a have a have a Google. I'm not going to do it because I was going to say, get, not, now. not now. <laughs> <laughs> this paper's back to our sticking magazines, Vicky. In the woods, it, it, it involves a tube and some live animals. Let's leave oh, it, it there. If I that, if I think if I'm thinking right, Chris will tell me. Or, or was yeah. that another one? Chris is the expert. Mm. I'm sure Chris will tell us that's right or wrong. Uh, and we'll end on this. Anyone see that a Mickey was sub walked past Coblow Lane and he got did his clap, kiss the badge, kiss the badge. Love that, love that. Yeah, uh, Monica, thanks, Monica. We'll end with Monica's message Mickey, the new galloping gourmet. And on that, that's it. Uh, that's it from us for now. And uh, if you stay to the end on a podcast, very, very good and loyal of you. Enjoy. Let's go beat Norwich. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.